Tonight's episode of America's Hometown Horror is brought to you by a new sponsor, and that sponsor is Baxter Blue. Baxter Blue. Do you experience digital eye strain from too much blue light exposure from digital screens? Well, if you do, Baxter Blue glasses are not your average frames. These blue light lenses filter 80% of the highest energy blue light, eliminating 99% of glare. The past year, uh, we here at America's Hometown Horror have all been glued to our devices more than ever, uh, you know, with, with, with trying to book shows and, and do stuff on our phones and do stuff on our computer screens, and our exposure to digital light has soared, and our eyes and our sleep have uh, all suffered as a result. Baxter Blue is also a force for good and provides a pair of reading glasses for someone in need for every pair sold. This is eyewear built for our digital age, and Baxter Blue is giving our listeners 10% off your next purchase of blue light, sleep, or even kids' classes. Click the link in our show notes for your exclusive discount. This is the sign that you have been waiting for to get blue light glasses, to invest in blue light glasses. We here at America's Hometown Horror know that you will love your Baxters, and we know that you will feel the difference. Right? You guys have felt the difference, oh, right? Oh, absolutely. Abso-fucking-lutely. Yes. You know I don't speak Baxter, Spanish. Baxter, you know I don't speak Spanish. Blue, you my boy, Blue. <laughs> but Baxter, <laughs> Baxter and Blue, they do glasses, my friends. Go get yourself a pair and treat yourself. What is up, folks? What is going on? Welcome into another, yet another episode of America's Hometown Horror. We always appreciate everyone tuning in, and we feel no different this week, so thanks so much for giving us a listen, giving us your time. My name is Mike. I am your host, the host of America's Hometown Horror. The hostess and as, with the mostest. Well, a host with the most, not a hostess with the most. Oh, that was probably you, the hostess Sometimes with the most. Sometimes you're a hostess. That's correct, actually. Yeah, that's true. That's me. But, yes, the hostess with the mostest, the hostess with the mostest, and the co-host with the most, Andrew and Kat, join me in studio tonight. What's up, guys? Not much. What's up with you? Not much. I got nothing. nothing. I mean, it's beautiful out. <laughs> Weather's been great. Spring is here. Cool. I'm happy. I'm in a good mood. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Except about this movie. Okay. Smells. Well, we'll, oh we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We will get to that, but... Uh, yeah, I mean we got a we got a, a relevant new 2021 movie to cover tonight, which I feel like this is the first time we've actually covered a movie from uh, this year. A couple of yeah, f- from this year, but the first time we've covered like a current movie since the theaters were open back at the beginning of 2020, and we covered that terrible grudge movie and mm. uh, that awesome underwater movie awesome with uh, underwater Andrew's movie. favorite person, Kristen Stewart. Yeah, she's grown on me. Yeah. She's good in that. Very the good in that. The whole open mouth thing is a little bit... I like the open mouth. I don't know. <laughs> Kat, uh, over this past weekend, we had a chance to go away <laughs> to uh, a lovely little spot in Meredith, New Hampshire. Had a great time. Yeah. Care to uh, talk a little bit about the Carcosa Steakhouse that we posted on Instagram that you took the wonderful pictures of? Well, it was so funny because we were going up to dinner and all of a sudden Mike was like, oh yeah, I'll meet you up there. Like, I'll, I'm just going to use a... The men's room and like I'll I'll see you upstairs and I started walking up these stairs and it was literally like I I don't know if they were real or not because I didn't even touch them because I was kind of just weirded out by them but there was this whole like 
wooded kind of like twigs. It almost looked like there was like this growing like oh, I like that like branches. Like a vine yeah, up your head. yeah. Like you're going so into a I was just like, oh my god, I feel like I'm going into something that I'm not so sure I want to go into. All of a sudden, mm. and then was, you got there and there were steaks and you were like, oh yeah, no, it, the food we had was amazing. Food was great. It was great. Drinks were great. Um, how was the facilities? Because clearly you used Very the bathroom nice. for something. No, was, I, did. <laughs> I did. It was great. So it was, yeah. Good it was, facilities. It was kind of, I saw it and I was just kind of like, wow, that's kind of, cre-. like, it's it's cool in a sense that, like, it. I didn't expect it Were they by real? any means. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't touch them, but they look probably very fake. real. Was it inside? Yes, it was. Oh that's yeah, probably not. You real. So, so basically, you, you need to walk up two <laughs> staircases to get into this restaurant because it overlooks uh, Lake Winnipesaukee, and the entire way up, you have these like almost kind of birch branches that they've fitted to like oh, go nice. up the walls and up through okay, like so the those aren't live rounded ceilings. They're, they're definitely not live. A, they're fake. A hallway with carpet and painted walls. Right. But it was just super no, that's really creepy. Cool. Right, but the, the first thing that her and I thought of was obviously True Detective. And, uh, oh. yeah, it's like... It's like, really, a little, it's a really like, cool place. It's like we were entering... It was, it was very cool. It was mm. very cool looking. It was That reminds me of like, uh, me, and, me, Craig, and Seth went up to uh, Vermont. I think we went snowboarding. And we went to this restaurant. I can't remember the name of it, but it was built into the side of, like, a mountain. Yeah. So in the restaurant were these giant rocks that they had just built the restaurant into like mm-hmm. so cool yeah it's awesome yeah but isn't that it, it's kind of like, like creepy it. in a weird yeah. way yeah but i felt like with the uh, wallpaper so, so and the picture like cat kinda... obviously took took the photos of it but i was walking up the stairs and i felt like rust and coal was walking into carcosa at the end of true detective all these little, like... expecting the yellow king to greet me at the top but instead i was greeted with an awesome short rib dish some deviled eggs and cat got a bomb ass steak oh yeah i did i got a mm. great steak i did get a, a horrible old-fashioned though oh it was terrible yeah. it was like a fucking bourbon soda water but with the espresso martini we had for dessert was delicious. Yeah, the espresso martinis were good. We had a lot to drink that night. It was mm-hmm. fun. It was a lot of fun. But yeah, Meredith, New Hampshire. <laughs> if you're a New Englander like we are, I would recommend uh, that place highly as a nice little getaway. It was the Lakeview Grill. Yeah, Lake yeah. Uh, Lake House Grill. Lake House Grill. Lake Sorry. House Grill. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so that's pretty much all that's going on in current events for us. But uh, anyone watched anything cool over the last uh, week other than what we're going to talk about tonight, Andrew? Anything? Probably nothing of nothing that <laughs> I nothing, remember. Nothing, nothing, no. nothing that really. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I've watched stuff, but it didn't really. Okay. Matter. Fair enough. I watched a little bit of the Irregulars. What is that? On Netflix. Okay. Um, it's oh, like Sherlock Holmes, oh, the Sherlock Holmes supernatural kind of version. supernatural. Um, it's a little weird, but yeah. I'm kind of just kind of casually watching it. Sure. But because I was kind of interested in it and. It seemed like it was my type of show, but mm-hmm. it's it's okay. Did you get around to watching the Block Island sound today? No, no you I didn't. didn't. I didn't get around to it either because we were too busy at work. Yeah. So, um, but um, so one one thing that I have seen come up on my radar is an, is a new show on Amazon Prime. I guess all all episodes are now available. And this was uh, recommended on Twitter by Stephen King. So generally when he recommends something, a lot of people perk up and get interested in it. But he said this uh, the first episode of the show scared the hell out of him, I believe, was the direct quote. Interesting. And it's a show called Them, which is a horror show now streaming on Amazon Prime. And it seems to have, a from the descriptions that I read, it seems to be a lot like Get Out, but set in the past, like in the 50s. All right, well, that sounds interesting. There's a black family that moves into like some, uh, you know, 
you know, uh, some suburb that looks like it's perfect, but essentially there's all kinds of weird supernatural shit going on. So it seems like it's a little bit more supernatural than Get Out. Well, Lovecraft, Andy. Yeah, may, uh, maybe, maybe, hmm. maybe, maybe. But uh, that seems to be trendy right now. Yeah, yeah, it, it has been trendy. Um, but yeah, so that that's something on my radar, and I still have not seen uh, Block Island Sound either. I know we've been talking about it for the last couple of weeks. Do you have something? There's that other movie too I was talking about, The Silent Man or something like that. Oh right, which right, I want right, to right, check right. out. I got to check that out. I don't know what it's on, but at least when you find out what streaming service it's on, you can probably find it. On yeah, like this certain movie where if you even have that streaming service, mm-hmm. but if it's on Hulu or something else, you still can't watch it. So. Right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So just as a reminder, before we jump into our news, we have a couple of great interviews coming up over the next couple of episodes. Next week, we are interviewing Amanda from Spook Eats, which is a food, travel, and paranormal blog. We are super excited for that, that one. That should be fun. I like that'll, that. Be a week from, uh, that'll be a week from today when this episode is released. We have that coming up. And then after that, we have the uh, much-touted interview with the crew from Spooky World, the movie that we're doing uh, live on Facebook and YouTube on Sunday, uh, April 25th, which wow. will be pretty... Very exciting, pretty, I know. A little nervous, a little excited. That should be fun. Hey, be awesome. you know, I don't think there's any need to be nervous because every, uh, in, in my dealings with them, they've been super friendly, super nice, and they're excited to be on our show. So I'm excited to have them, and uh, it's going to be pretty cool. So yeah. I suggest if you're a listener of this show, if you like listening to us... Check in. ...that you tune in and listen listen to... Because I, I, I bet you, if I had to... Uh, if I were a gambling man... I would say that they're going to probably drop some exclusive information on this podcast that you probably can't get anywhere else. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty exciting stuff. Pretty, pretty, pretty exciting stuff. So, with that being said, uh, I have a light news week this week. You guys ready to talk about some stuff? I gave you a piece of news. Yeah, do you want to talk about that first? You have news. You said it to me. You were excited about it. Yeah, why don't you uh, you go ahead and talk about it? Someone that hates the news, I'm Mm -hmm. surprised you have something. I know. She contributed. I saw on social media today, I follow Shudder. Um, they're doing a halfway to Halloween special for Shutter right now. Yep. Where it's um, a dis- at a discounted rate for the next six yep. months. So yeah, I have so it up here. So basically, it's yeah halfway to Halloween month they're calling it. So this April on Shutter, you can get fifty percent off for six months of Shutter. Wow. Yeah. So if you're a new mm-hmm. customer and you wanted to try Shutter, now is the time. But I will say, so you need to sign up directly through the Shutter app. And not through Amazon Prime like okay. you and I have it, Kat. That's how I have it. So you have to be able to actually, like... So the only reason I didn't do it through the app when we got it was because there was no app on our smart TV for uh, Shutter, And okay. we didn't have a Chromecast plugged into it, which I think you can stream. You can, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, that's a good deal, though. 50% off for six months. You get Absolutely. a great deal. You get the Creep Show. Uh, TV series on there right now. That haunt, that movie. Yep, I that movie. lots of other stuff that's on there. And actually... They have tons of stuff. They just announced today there's a new movie coming uh, next month, which is the second movie from the guy that directed The Void, which we covered a couple weeks ago. That movie is called Psycho Goreman. I like the name of that. And it looks awesome. Awesome. So we will be watching that when it comes out. Sure. Next. Sounds good. Is that related to Mike Gorman? Uh, not Mike Gorman, the Celtics announce- announcer, but uh, Psycho Gorman. Oh. G-O-R-E-M-A-N, not G-O-R-M-A-N like Mike Gorman. Ah. But I can understand where you're going there. But, uh, yeah, so Shudder, uh, I mean, 50% off for six months is a great deal. And yeah. If, you, if you're thinking about getting it. Now's the time. Now's the time. Yeah. Give it a Pounce on that. Do, it. do yeah. it. Yeah. And, again, halfway to Halloween. I what love what better way to ring in Halloween than by getting an awesome horror streaming subscription service? Do it up. And hey, 
if there's a reason, if there's a thing in there that says, uh, how'd you hear about us? <laughs> you know, drop America's Hometown Horror yeah. in there. And, we could, you know, we could hey, do some, hey. some, uh, some ad I, reads I, for I, them. I would, love sure. to, I would love to partner with them. I know that they typically partner with huge sponsors like Bloody Disgusting and or Fangoria. But if they like to partner with a local Plymouth podcast, then hey. I mean, I'm, 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 all, I'm all ears. Absolutely. We'll just take a free subscription for guys, you. We girls. Don't need, like, we don't need anything else. They, all of that. So, so yeah. But um, so the only like real concrete piece of news that I had, and, and so I mean, I guess kind of horror, but we also talk about haunted attractions and theme park attractions on this to a certain extent, right? So, correct. Kat, I know we have been. Andrew, have you been to either Universal Studios in Hollywood or Florida ever before? I've been there. Yes. When I was younger, I was at Universal uh, Florida. Yep. And I went on the King Kong ride, Earthquake, yes. Jaws, like, this so was like mid-90s, this late was 90s. Prob- which, more on that Kong ride later. Um, did, <laughs> right, it's awesome. was, was Islands of Adventure open when you went? Did you go on the Jurassic Park ride? Jurassic Park, the River Adventure. I have not been on that ride. Um, okay, so there's two. Awesome. It's so, so it's a it's amazing. There's two iterations of the Jurassic Park ride in the United States. There's one at Islands of Adventure at Universal Studios Florida, and there's another one at Universal Studios Hollywood, which is obviously on the West Coast. So Universal Studios Florida, all of their Jurassic Park land is still themed towards the original Jurassic Park that came out in 1993. As it should be. Agreed. But uh, a couple years ago, Universal Studios Hollywood decided to shut down the Jurassic Park ride, retheme it, and reskin it to Jurassic World oh, that's due cool. to the popularity of that movie and the subsequent movies that have come out since then. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and the new one, which is called Jurassic World Dominion, which has the entire original cast of Jurassic Park plus everyone from the Jurassic World movies in it. Cool. So, uh, the ride, when they opened it, rethemed to Jurassic World. This is in Hollywood now, by the way. Did the dinosaurs come alive? And yes, they came them? alive and ate people. Okay. Wait, time That's out. what I was worried about. Can I just... Sorry. Yeah. Relevant, but just a side note. Sure. Did you see on the news recently they that do, they, they said could that they this. could do they Jurassic could do this. Park? Please don't. Elon Musk Please said it. Please don't. Yeah. Are you me? I want to go. No, <laughs> I'll, I'll be armed to the teeth. I'll go, and I want. I want to go. Fuck yeah! Are you kidding me? You want to see dinosaurs in real life? No. Just because Elon Musk says he can make Jurassic Park doesn't mean that it's going to go John Hammond on him. Are you serious? Um, I don't think that's a I good like idea to, at all. Uh, Dude, the like... only reason that Jurassic Park <laughs> happened the way it happened was because of Dennis Nedry. Yeah, but <laughs> there's always going to be a Dennis Nedry. Yes, potentially. Jeff Goldwyn was right. Uh, yes. Uh, 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 life uh, 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 finds, finds a way. No, no, thanks. Uh, uh, John. Uh, 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 John. But when uh, Disney World, when the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the pirates don't eat the tourists. Yeah, you can go there, <laughs> and then I'll talk to your corpse. When Absolutely you die. not. I would be a big pass. But sorry, we, we digress. We digress. So they yeah. they they closed the Jurassic Park ride in Universal Studios Hollywood a couple years ago. They reopened it right before the pandemic. They added a new show scene. At the beginning of the ride, that features the Mosasaurus from the Jurassic World movie. That Mosasaurus? was Mosasaurus. Yeah, all screen based, and they had at the end of the ride where the T Rex uh, jumps out at you before you go down this eighty foot waterfall. They had the Indominus Rex, which was the main dinosaur, like the one that they like genetically engineered for Jurassic World. Had just like a slight, like you could see like the head of it, almost kind of like fighting with the T Rex. Is that the water one? 
No, that's the no, Mosasaurus. That's the oh, okay. So the one that's like... <laughs> yes. Okay, no, no, no. Your, I have, don't you know seen, the, have you seen Jurassic World? I watched like parts of it and okay. I was getting annoyed. Well, do you remember like, the, do you remember, like the, the new dinosaur that created for Jurassic World that was like white? It could change colors. No. It was part snake. It was part like uh, T-Rex, part raptor, parts all kind of shit. So that dinosaur. But anyway, pandemic happened. They, were, they actually had to shut Universal Studios Hollywood down for over a year. And it's just now opened again, and they use this time to retweak parts of the attraction. And I'll show you guys the video like after we're done recording here. Cool. They have, at the end of the ride, fighting the T-Rex, a full-scale, life-size, like you need to see it to believe it, full-scale Indominus Rex fighting the T-Rex at the end of this ride right before you get on the waterfall. Wow. And it is one of the most insane things you will see. Honestly, oh, like, I'm so excited. I watched the video because I know I'm not getting out to Universal Studios Hollywood anytime soon, and I don't want to, like, yeah. wait to, to see that. Right. I just like to see what they actually do. I, I like the technology behind the haunted industry, right? This is, like, you need to see it to believe it. It's fucking unbelievable. So Where can YouTube, you find it? There's YouTube videos out there. One of the uh, one of the YouTube channels it has is called Theme Park Shark. Um... Attractions Magazine has it. So if you if you go on YouTube and you search for New Jurassic World ride, it'll pop up because they just started op- it. It just opened recently, so there's people that have like point of view videos with like HD cameras, and it looks unreal. So I would say if you're a horror fan, you probably like dinosaur movies and the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World movies. This is something that you need to watch or go to Universal Studios Hollywood to experience. And cat, something else that would interest you, yeah, exclusively. Okay. So, uh, also, in the time that they were closed during the pandemic, Universal used this time to create an entirely new ride based on The Secret Life of Pets. <gasps> no way! And it's called The Secret Life of Pets Off the Leash. Oh, that's so exciting. And it's I a love dar- that It's like a dark ride where you go through and there's all sorts of, like, Secret Life of Pets animatronics and all oh, kinds of stuff. So, I, I know you love it. those movies, so I thought you would uh, find that particularly interesting. Oh, I'll have to, I'll have to look yeah. it up. So yeah, new Jurassic World ride, new Secret Life of Pets ride at Universal Studios Hollywood if you're interested in theme parks like I am and uh, maybe we are. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of all I had. So yeah, Shutter halfway to Halloween, 50% off for six months, Jurassic World ride updates, and then also in addition to that, uh, a movie that is not horror. I don't think we could cover it on this podcast, but it's out on April 23rd on HBO Max, just like the movie we're covering tonight, Mortal Kombat, baby. Mortal I'm so excited for that. that I can't wait. Awesome. I'm super excited. Can't wait. Raiden. Can't wait. Yeah. And Sub Zero. So they actually did. You, did you see? I, I, I don't saw, even know if I, I sent you. No, I no, saw no, no, it on no, the no, TV. No. They did an updated version of the Mortal Kombat techno song for the soundtrack for this movie. It's like new. Oh, I don't know. If it's I almost like done. That. It's like it sounds like like Skrillex type, like dubstep, like Mortal Kombat, with like I the maybe, the style of like the original that, thing. So right. it's actually it's kind of cool. Kind of cool. But ready to roll into our topic du jour? Sure. Okay. Sounds good. All right, so obviously the topic du jour means that we are talking about the movie of the night. And in this case, it is a new movie. And I think this should be very interesting because I think we all have differing opinions about this movie. That's a first. I know. Usually we're all on the same page. Well, I know that there's at least one of us who's not, not quite a fan. And I know we haven't we haven't all unanimously hated a movie since we talked about uh, the Grudge remake way back when we were at yeah. our beginning, at the beginning of 2020. But uh, there might be some hate for this movie on here, which we'll, we'll, we'll get to. But of course, our topic du jour is a little movie that's released on HBO Max and is actually doing quite well at the box office, for those of you that may have seen it in theaters. And it's called Godzilla vs. Kong. 
Yeah. You may have heard of it. They've been advertising the absolute shit out of it over it's the last several right months. Now. It is in theaters. That's what I yeah, that's what I just said. This Literally we, we could have seen it at the movie that. theaters up in Meredith when we, we were could. up there this past weekend. Yeah. Or you can see it at the uh, the movie theater that I grew up going to, which is the Showcase Cinema Deluxe in Randolph, Massachusetts. It's playing there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you can see it in theaters, or you can see it on HBO Max, which is actually how all three of us saw it, right? Yes. It's one of my bones to pick with that movie. So, I guess, first question, before we get into anything, and I'm not looking for elaboration here, Team Godzilla or Team Kong? Andrew. Kong. Kong. Three for three. I'm also on Team Kong. Not that it's necessary for this movie, have you guys seen the three prior movies in the quote-unquote MonsterVerse, which would be Godzilla from 2014, Kong Skull Island from 2017, and Godzilla King of the Monsters from 2019? I've, actually I've seen, seen all, all of those. So actually, this is, a, this is a perfect dichotomy here, because Andrew, you and I have seen all of them. You haven't seen any of them, which, again, I think I will talk about this. You don't need to see any of the prior movies I may for this. have seen the Skull Island one, maybe... That's a great movie. But the Peter, uh, I, yeah. but Peter I don't Jackson. think no, they're not. No, it's not. No, oh, it's I'm not. thinking, no. what am I thinking of? So I, I would say, personally for me, I, Andrew, and I'm speaking to you here, I would rank these movies, Godzilla vs. Kong 1, Kong Skull Island 2, Godzilla King of the Monsters 3, and the 2014 Godzilla 4. And I know I would you have a bone this, to pick with that. I would rank this Godzilla 2014 uh, 1, mm-hmm. and the rest are trash. Wow. This movie smelled so bad. I can't stand the subplots. I can't take any of it. Okay. I'm good. Fair enough. So, I mean, okay. All right. So, that's a good way of leading into it. So, you weren't a fan of this movie. I feel like when you talk about this movie and you think about it conceptually, right? This was a movie that was made to be seen in theaters. Okay? Yeah. It's a movie yeah, that's it's meant absolutely. to be a big budget summer blockbuster that you see on the big screen in surround sound yeah. with Godzilla and Kong beating the shit out of each other, right? That would have been that's much pretty much more all it effective, should be. yeah. But essentially, because of the pandemic, a lot of people are opting to watch this on HBO Max like we all did. But with that being said, and I think this is a fantastic sign, a lot of people don't think so. A lot of people aren't ready to go back to the movie theaters yet, but. In that sense, I say, hey, you know what, whatever, you do you, my friend. This has made $358 million Already? at the box office so far. Wow, And it's that's been out huge. for about a week and a half. I think this weekend will be the second weekend that it's that been That doesn't surprise theaters. me. It doesn't mean it's a good movie. No, I know that. But, like, so the, the, Transfo- the Transformer movies were wretched fucking movies, but they made money because explosions. But Terrible. But also, I Awful. think people Gross. are now, they're getting vaccinated. They're feeling more comfortable going out. They're going out to see movies. They're also streaming movies on their TV, and they're There's waiting. There's also nothing else else to fucking watch that's, true that's also correct. so you put up this garbage movie with it i mean like i i feel i have a baseline you have jurassic park the original and then this movie this movie is 50 times worse than jurassic so park. you're you're lumping godzilla versus kong in with giant lizard and dinosaur movies i'm with the same type of blockbuster feel sure sure big movie big money put into it should be good. This movie isn't even in the same atmosphere <coughs> as Jurassic Park. I agree with that. I agree with that. I, mean, I don't think that, that makes I, it a bad. Yeah. Jurassic Park is a classic. I don't think that makes it a bad movie. But all right, I'll give I'll give you my thoughts first, and I'll let you guys go. 
I thought this movie was fun. I thought it was fun. I'm sorry. I thought I, it was fun. I agree with you on that. Yeah. I think, and, and we talked about this a little bit before the podcast, and Kat shut us off because she likes us to always have organic reactions while we're recording, but I think this pretty much gives you everything you're looking for in a movie called Godzilla vs. Kong. Right. You're you have Godzilla vs. Kong several times with some other twists and surprises thrown in there, right? So if you're... In, but. So if you're interested in the continuity bullshit between the sequels, right, you get plenty of Monarch, which is the cryptozoological society that is formed in Kong Skull Island that is tracking Godzilla and Kong throughout these movies. You find out what happens with King Ghadira's uh, severed head that mm. they sell in the post credit scene of Godzilla King of the Monsters. You find out what happens there. Mike loves Apex crypto. Is, just, just Apex, as, just Apex as a is side up, Apex. up to some shit. Mike loves cryptozoology. So we <laughs> this isn't cryptozoology. This is a movie. So would you, would you care to tell the cryptozoology <laughs> museum story? So we went to Portland one time years ago, and it was one of the second or third times we went, and he was like, hey, I really want to check out this museum. It looks really cool. It's the Cryptozoology Museum. The International museum. Cryptozoology Museum. So I was like, you know what? That sounds, it sounds pretty cool. I don't know what it's really about. He said it's Sasquatch, some like, you know, discoveries or whatever. Cryptozoology is defined as basically the study of uh, unknown and speculated to exist animals. Correct. Sasquatch, so the Loch Ness Yeti, Monster, Loch Sasquatch, Monster. Yeti, yeah. uh, Mothman, Chupacabra, all that shit falls under cryptozoology. Continue. I would say, um, we only we only paid like five dollars. This was years. Mm. I don't even know. I, we haven't been there in forever. Yeah, I want to go to the serial killer museum in okay. Niagara Falls. Oh, that'd be fun. Um, so side note. <laughs> We get in there, and I'm, like, looking around, and there's just, like, it's it's kind of what you'd see on Google or, like, things that were for sale on, like, eBay, unfortunately. Like, it was so kind of, like, underwhelming <laughs> that, like, you walk over Was and it, or is she just saying that? No, the, no, no. The, the, one, the no. one big draw is they have a supposed life-sized... Replica, uh, replica of, of what Sasquatch. Sasquatch actually looks like. You'd take selfies and photos in front of it and stuff. So that was cool. Knowing part, that, there's a lot, a lot of weird stuff. I'm in there, literally though. gonna pay five dollars to go over there and take a picture with this man-made what? fake. Honestly, Sasquatch. you're not paying a hundred bucks to five, get in there. Five dollars, five, five dollars, well worth. You know, you, you know what else you can get for five dollars? It's a fucking <laughs> foot long from Subway and it sucks. <laughs> so I don't really care. So we went with a couple of our friends. And I was kind of the only one into this, so I, I had a little bit that. more of an open mind going into it. But the three people I was with, including Kat, the entire time they were in there, all they did was laugh. The entire time. Which well, is fine. It laugh. was just $5 silly. for your laugh. It was, I know. And you know what? It it's was, a bit silly, that, but you know what? If you're going into a museum about cryptozoology, you need to suspend disbelief for a few minutes and just kind of immerse also, yourself and you know, look into it, right? So, I still, you know what? I must I have got my $5 worth. Not this time. <laughs> I, mean, that's what I must have got my $5 worth because I'm still talking about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So actually, so what are you it was an experience so actually, that you will remember forever. Exactly. And I did. You know what's better than $5? Is I haven't gotten my fifteen dollars back for the shit movie yet. What shit god. movie? Duh, for Godzilla vs Kong, he's talking about. Oh my god, that's my biggest. Um, but movie. you know, hey, and actually, fun fact: that museum is now located in a new 
uh, new facility. I'd like to go back and see it. I'd like Which, to it, I'd it, it used to be in a weird section of downtown Portland, Maine, and now it is directly it's right next Bissell, to right? Bissell Brothers yes. Brewery really? in Portland. So oh, you I've can get there. some bomb-ass beer and then go to the Cryptozoology oh, Museum. That seems like the museum. way to do Sign it. me the fuck yeah, up. Well, Absolutely. Mike, we don't have go to check it out. We, to Andrew, you and I can go. We'll, we'll, we'll appreciate do a day trip. We'll appreciate it. Fair, go fair. fuck fair. right off. Um, wow, wow, wow. So, uh, I'll fuck right we, off. We, we go off topic here talking about cryptozoology, but like I mentioned, you don't really need to know any of the continuity sequel bullshit to enjoy this movie or to watch this movie. And uh, for an example, C. Walsh Catherine, right here. Yeah, you didn't C. see. C. Walsh? Yeah, you. I'm saying C. Cat. Oh, I thought you meant like C. C. Co host Cat Walsh. I was like, yes. my name doesn't start with a C. No, 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 I know. But you hadn't seen any of the sequels or any of the uh, any of the the you were the that took place before. You were saying S E E C Walls. I would say so without getting into too much detail, you were able to follow the plot of this pretty uh pretty evenly without me explaining yes. too much to you. As right? a person who knows who the monsters are already, sure. like I already know who Godzilla is, kind of though, but I wasn't like super well versed on Godzilla. I'm not a big monster person. So, like, I never really found, like, Godzilla to be, like, intriguing, to be like, oh, I need to really see Godzilla. Like, I maybe saw it when I was really young. I don't, I don't think sure. I ever have, honestly. And that's, that's all fair. It just seems but you are at least aware of who King Kong and who Absolutely. Godzilla are. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, I've that's definitely, it. I've seen some King Kong And we've talked about point. Godzilla and King Kong in our monster fantasy draft that we did. So we, yeah, we all know who they are, but right? But as, like, even as we watch the movie, like, I asked questions about his, like, character features mm -hmm. throughout it because I was kind of confused. I was like, so he swims and he he's a dragon and his spikes lit up. Like I was kind of uh, like, radiation. He's in a right. radiation. He's born yeah. from radiation. I know, he's born from yeah. the nuclear bomb. And I know, you know, well, he was there, but he got awoken. Right. See, I just don't know the backstory. So that's I fine. was just kind of confused when but I was seeing him just to be like, what, what's the deal? But that's okay. That's, that's irrelevant. Fair that's enough. Fine. Fair enough. Yeah. So mm -hmm. and, and I, don't, I don't know which one of you brought it up, but I agree the title of this movie should have been reversed. This is way more about King Kong than it is about Godzilla. It should have been called Kong versus Godzilla. Right. I thought. Because they Maybe obviously... with the longer name first, though. I can get that. I it's also, it. if you look at it alphabetically, Godzilla comes before Kong. Sure. So that sure. makes sense, too. There's a reason. Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus Kong. I feel like you have to put Godzilla first just to sound proper. It sounds pro It sounds more proper. Fair enough. But I, I will say, you know, I mean... It does. I thought for this particular movie, and I know we have dissenting opinions on the, the overall movie, but I thought both titular characters, Godzilla and Kong, <laughs> both looked phenomenal in this movie. Probably the best they've ever looked on screen. Yeah. With uh, Granted, it was all CG, which kind of flies in the face of what we believe in in terms of practical effects, but it still looked great. I thought it looked awesome. Kong and Godzilla both look great, and the quote-unquote surprise third character that shows up kind of midway through the movie. I thought it also looked pretty cool, Andrew, as Andrew rolls his eyes. Well, and I thought, I thought, <laughs> so, <laughs> let, me, let me just finish, let me finish, let me finish, I then I'll let you guys go. I mean, no offense by it. Let me finish, and I'll let you guys go. So, also, I thought the way that they shot this movie and the places that they had the two characters fight Godzilla and Kong were awesome. Yes, I agree. The first with that. fight with Godzilla and Kong on the uh, on the uh, the uh, the airship carrier and on the boat was fucking awesome, but most especially uh, the fight between Kong and Godzilla in the 
nighttime lit up Hong Kong with all the neon colors and everything. That looked so cool. And like, does that actually is that actually what Hong Kong looks like oh, lit yeah. up at night? It's, you've never you've never no. Yes. That's fucking awesome. If that oh, is, yeah. that looks so cool. That's my biggest bone to pick with this movie. Why? Why? I thought it looked awesome. You didn't like they it? should have fought in Wait. Hollow Earth with other monsters mm. creeping up. There should have been more monsters in the Save Hollow Earth. They should have fought well, there. Hollow Earth looked good too. I thought Hollow Earth also looked but really good. good. And it was yeah, ten minutes it was of air barely time, in the movie. Ten yeah. minutes. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, obviously there's some nitpicks, but um, that's not a nitpick. That movie sucked. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Fair uh, enough. Fair that enough. Fair is enough. A nitpick. And last thing I have to say, this movie features a podcast as a prominent plot point. Hollow podcasts. What? The Conspiracy Theory Podcast, the, oh. crypto, oh, the Cryptozoology Podcast with the guy with that Eleven from Stranger Things mm-hmm. is with. That yeah. podcast? Yes. I think it's yes. the whole Hollow yeah. Earth theory. Yeah. That's a, that's All a right. conspiracy theory. So, Andrew, I know I know that you have a dissenting opinion to mine with this it's movie. So fine. just give me your overall thoughts. Why didn't why right. did, why didn't you like it? You. No spoilers yet. Why didn't you like it? All right. I knew what it was going to be. Okay. Some stupid fucking monster movie made in 2021 with overused CGI and stupid fight scenes and no plot and just stupid subplots. So I knew what it was going to be. So for that, it was fine. It was a, it was a, it was a stupid monster movie, which is what I knew it was. And I thought it might've been more and it was just still a stupid. So (laughs) I get it. It's a cool monster movie. The battle scenes are great. I feel like I'm watching a PlayStation two fucking cut reel. Like, I feel like I'm watching a video game, like in between. It's like a cut scene. Yeah. And it's, that's cool. I'm. I don't. You I don't, sound like an old person. I don't want to. Right no, now. but it was. <laughs> first off, when they were fighting on the boat, everybody would have died. That was dope. And nobody died. It was yeah. Dope. They all lived somehow. Andrew, you have to suspend disbelief a little bit. Clearly, because there's a giant monkey and a giant Godzilla (laughs) killing people. So, yes, you do have to suspend disbelief. Yes. But I I expect more in 2021. Okay. If I'm going to... All right. If I'm going to... My biggest bone to pick with this is... So, you can watch this movie on HBO Max, but don't be fooled, because if you have HBO Max and you have it via Hulu or some other streaming service, you can't watch it. You have to HBO Max Max. You have to download and buy the app and pay yeah, sixteen kind of dollars a month so for that's... HBO Max. That is the biggest horseshit false advertisement I've ever seen. So go fuck HBO Max and their Godzilla movie because first off, but now you just bought it. Second off, now <laughs> so I have. Well, so now so I, I, I safe to say you had a negative opinion going into this movie because no, 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 I, no. while I agree that it's bullshit that you can't get the HBO Max that movies if you, me if you from pay the start. for HBO on Hulu, I understand that. I understand your frustration. But if there. you didn't know that it was available through, it HBO said it's Max, available on HBO Max, and I said, "Oh, cool, I have HBO Max on Hulu." And then I texted Mike, and I was like, "Why can't I find this?" He's like, "I'm staring right at," it. and I was like, "I'm staring at Godzilla versus or the." Godzilla King of the Monsters. That was the first one that came up, and I would type it in. It wouldn't show up. And then I finally looked it up online, and I was like, oh, sneaky mother cheekers. You have to <laughs> look it up. You have to get the app and pay the $15 a sure. month for it, which I get it. They want to make, over the course of the year, $200 for this movie because right. they don't get to sell it in theaters. So let, let me ask you, what do you know what you pay for this, the HBO add-on on, on Hulu? What does that cost? It's not my Hulu. So oh, I really, I really it's, a, it's can't, a shared it's, Hulu. It's a shared Hulu, so I use it, but I can't imagine it's... I think Hulu TV is like 45 bucks a month, mm-hmm. but you get like... Right. 
But, like, we tried to stream the McGregor fight, and we had to pay for... That's different. That was also the biggest bullshit that we've ever encountered in life. So we had... So basically, for that McGregor fight that happened a couple months ago, we had to sign up for ESPN+, Plus, which we are... We had... We had Disney Plus at one point, so we had to re-sign up for the ESPN bundle, which includes ESPN Plus, Hulu, and Disney Plus. And we had to pay... Uh, Eighty bucks for the fight for the on fight, top on of that. top of that. Okay, and I, I get that like, for a fight. Uh, fights, right. fights well, are fights. You got to pay pay per view when it was a thing. That was like a that's a hundred. Oh, uh, this fight. was a fight. This was a fight. You got to pay for it. This was a fight between two fucking computer generated monsters True. on someone's True. fucking some nerd's <laughs> fucking computer screen that I have no interest in watching. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Cat, so I know Andrew has uh, spewed his opinions a bit. What do you what did you think about this movie? Without spoiling um, it. I liked it a lot. Um, I thought that it was I so for me it's one of those like suspenseful thriller kind of movies that I feel like during the different fight scenes and stuff, like you were kind of always at the edge of your seat and like that there was that little girl and like I always I actually found myself like very interested in watching the movie versus one of those movies that I'm like kind of on my phone, like kind of yeah. half paying attention to. As Which I was I'm surprised. Sure a lot of people could I'm relate su- to. I'm surprised by that. Yeah, I'm surprised. No, I I actually liked. I I, I thought for sure movie. you were going to yeah. have the same opinion as Andrew on this, but no, I um, and I'm not. You know, I understand that because I'm not really like a monster type movie person. But I feel like this kind of. I liked that it was. Well, I won't spoil. Well, it's not really a spoiler. It's focused more towards Kong. Yep. A lot more towards Kong than yep. towards Godzilla. So I, I feel like I liked it more because it was a little bit... The tone of it was a little bit lighter. It was a little bit warmer than, like, a like a horror movie, really. But it yeah. still had, like, the monster element to it. So it was, it was kind of cool. I liked it. Well, I feel like one of the elements that kind of makes King Kong movies different is that there's always that human connection between King Kong exactly. and another yeah. character in a given movie, which you can go back to as many Kong movies as you want. Like the original King Kong movie, the black and white one, he has a connection with the blonde actress, I don't even know what it, who, what her name is, in the original movie, and he's trying to essentially like take her to the top of the building and you know do whatever with her. In uh, the <laughs> not have sex, not have sex. Do whatever really with her. Yeah. Like, like hang out, hang out with her. Have hang, Kong hang time. Sure. Have Kong. Not have sex. God, do they have like drinks time. up there? Like, what do didn't they, didn't they do? Like, that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, maybe a couple of they drinks. They just have a cup of tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. Like. Roof deck patio. <laughs> maybe he's gonna eat her. I have no. I fucking. I have no idea. <laughs> but um, but yeah. I mean, then like you know, there was the '76 remake with Jessica Lange before she was in American Horror Story, playing all those characters, and that's the movie that the uh, Confrontation Universal Studios attraction was based on. That one. Then there was the 2005 Peter Jackson King Kong movie, which had Naomi Watts. Similar type situation where Kong kind of loves Naomi Watts's character. Blah 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 blah. That's a little strange. You the get the point. Connection. Well, that's kind of how it's always traditionally been. So I understand why they kind of followed that suit. And, you know, Peter Jackson probably in the 2005 movie didn't want to, like, go too far from that. So, I don't know. We'll talk a little bit more about that. So, Kat, you liked this movie. Andrew, you did not. Correct? Correct. 100%. Okay. Hated. So, before we get into categories and, you know, some other stuff about this movie, just some some quick facts here, okay? So, uh, some stuff that I found, and obviously, they're actually, believe it or not, for a recent movie, there were a million facts out there, because this movie's been in development forever, okay? Okay. This is the 36th film to feature Godzilla. 
and the 12th to feature King Kong. Huh. Interesting. There were there have been so many Japanese-made uh, uh, Godzilla movies, so this didn't necessarily surprise me, because I know that Godzilla is usually a little bit more represented, uh, especially in Japanese cinema, than King Kong is in all sorts of cinema. So I thought that was kind of cool. But with that being said, this is actually the first film in 59 years to, fo- to feature both King Kong and Godzilla. Uh, last movie to do so was called... King Kong versus Godzilla came out in 1963, which had okay. King Kong and Godzilla fighting each other. Well, maybe that's why it wasn't Kong versus Godzilla, because it was already a King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, maybe. That's actually a very good point. I didn't even think of that. But or maybe uh, this movie was just way too woke. Uh, so Godzilla versus Kong was directed by a guy named Adam Wingard, who is famous for... He was kind of an up and... Not kind of. He is and was an up-and-coming horror director before he was ultimately tagged to direct this entry in a franchise, which is what happens with up-and-coming horror directors. But he did, uh, he directed Your Next, which nice. was great. I love Your Next, yeah. uh, The Guest, which is an, a criminally underseen horror movie. We didn't cover Your Next yet, did we? We did not. I would like to do that. He I'll also directed uh, Blair Witch, which is the direct sequel to the Blair Witch Project that okay. you and I both saw in theaters and yes. I thought was awesome. He also directed a movie called Death Note, which is on Netflix. I've uh, actually seen that Netflix movie. exclusive. Did you like that? I haven't seen it. I, I watched it with it's my based niece. On, I know it's based on my a Japanese. My obsessed with anime. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it was. It was pretty terrible, but. If you're a child, okay. you might like And uh, <laughs> most, most notably to me, he was the director of the segment of VHS called Tape 56, which was the wraparound segment of the first VHS movie. You so, loved those VHS movies. I know, movies. I know. So he, he has a great horror pedigree before he directed this movie. And I think that probably is one of the reasons why I wanted to cover this, because he's directing it. I feel like he has done so many good horror movies and... They kind of, you know, they targeted him, Warner Brothers did, and said, hey, come direct this franchise movie with these two gigantic monsters. And I, I think it worked out, at least in my opinion, pretty well. But uh, Godzilla vs. Kong was announced all the way back in 2015, shortly after the release of the first Godzilla movie back in 2014, which starred uh, Brian Cranston, Aaron Taylor Johnson, and a bunch of other people, um, Wingard was announced as the director of this movie back in 2017. Wow. So two years after they actually announced the movie, they picked the director. Uh, He had actually previously been considered to direct a sequel to Peter Jackson's 2005 King Kong movie that ultimately went unproduced. So they kind of brought him over from that. Jack Black, which I thought was interesting. I I actually really like the 2005 King Kong. No, I think that's a very good movie. Yeah, it's good. Adrian Brody, Naomi Watts, uh, Jack Jack Black. Black. Yeah, good movie. Which one was that one? That's the one with that Adrian Brody, Naomi Watts, and Jack Black. No, is that Skull Island? Skull, well, it, no, not no, Kong not Skull, Skull Island. Skull it was just called King, King Kong. Kong. I saw that one. Yes, that, that I, saw, one. I saw that in theaters. We actually. probably saw well, that together. Movie. Yeah, so this movie was actually filmed in Hawaii, Hong Kong, and Australia. So it was actually filmed uh, on some of the locations that took place in this movie, which I thought was kind of cool. That's but a cool. Lot, a lot of it was done by CGI. I mean, let's not kid ourselves here. And uh, was it? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, God, yeah. I couldn't notice. Yeah. Uh, Want to know the official height of both of these guys yes. for this movie? Since uh, what they, guys? They released it. Kong and Godzilla. Yes. How tall they actually are. Wait, wait. Can we go, like, Price is Right? Like, guess. Like, how tall they are? are? 
Are how tall are they supposed to be? Like in the movie? How tall they are in the movie? Okay, let's let's the guess official... without going over. Let's do a prices right. All right. Well, time out. I need to think about this. Let's start with Godzilla. Right. He's I'll, about I'll half go. the size of a battleship. He's as big as a battleship. I'm gonna Godzilla's say Godzilla's got to be tall. No, no, wait, tall. wait, 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 tall. wait. Think about tall. That's, let me let me go first. Um, so we're just doing height. Height, correct? Okay, yep. closest without going over. Sure. I'm gonna say forty feet. Forty feet. I'm gonna go with twenty-eight feet. He's bigger than a two-story building. He smashes him down. Are you guys kidding me right now? How tall is Godzilla? Godzilla is toppling uh, taller than skyscrapers in Hong Kong in this movie. Look, how tall is he? Come on! He's got to be like hundred and twenty feet. Okay, what do you think? Um, Let's go with like two thousand feet. Okay, that's a that's a two hundred. So Godzilla is three hundred and ninety three feet tall. Well, that's massive. Okay, and uh, how tall do you think Kong is? Three twenty. Shorter, um, Catherine. Wait, here. how big was how big was Godzilla? Godzilla was three hundred and ninety three feet. Three hundred and ninety three feet from like head to tail. Tall, counting- standing on his okay, feet standing. up to the top of his head at full height. Um, 250 feet. <laughs> Thousand feet. Kong was 336 feet tall. I was so Andrew, you I were Wait, so this. Kong is yeah. taller? No, Shorter. Godzilla. Oh, sorry. Godzilla I, I, I was, so, so to summarize, Godzilla was 393 feet tall, and Kong was 336 feet tall. So Kong is undersized. But okay. still manages to uh, pack quite a punch in this movie. Yeah. He's got that American <laughs> gusto, that's yeah, why. That's right. That's right. 48 feet. <laughs> oh. I mean, I guess I was not. I don't know. I mean, know. I don't know how big those buildings are. 28 feet? I, to scale? 28? <laughs> 28? I think I said 48. How big is Mechagodzilla? No, you said 28. All right, well, we can go back and check. All right, so categories are up next, but before we jump into our categories, just a reminder that today's episode is presented by Baxter Blue. Do you experience digital eye strain from too much blue light exposure from your digital screens? Well, if you do, Baxter Blue glasses are not your average frames. These blue light lenses filter 80% of the highest energy blue light, eliminating 99% of glare. The past year, uh, us here at America's Hometown Horror have all been glued to our devices more than ever, and our exposure to digital light has soared. Baxter Blue is also a force for good and provides a pair of reading glasses for someone in need for every pair of blue light blocker glasses sold. This is eyewear built for our digital age, and Baxter Blue is giving our listeners, that is listeners of America's Hometown Horror, 10% off your next purchase of blue light, sleep, or kids' glasses. Just make sure to click the link in our show notes for your exclusive discount. Uh, this is uh, the sign you have all been waiting for to invest in blue light glasses. You know you've been thinking about it, but this is the sign you've been waiting for. We know, we here at America's Hometown Horror know that you will love your Baxters, and we know that you will feel the difference. All right. That all being said, that exclusively extensive long ad read. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Baxter. Ready for, some, uh, ready for some categories on Godzilla vs. Kong, you guys? Yes. All right, so I feel like the first one we can kind of scrape through pretty quickly here. But, uh, Andrew, Godzilla versus Kong, scary, yay, nay? Terrible. Scary. Is that, is that, an, scary. Is that an answer? Scary. Scary, no. 
Not uh, this wouldn't be scary in any universe. I feel like we all agree here, cat, yay nay. I mean <laughs> I mean it's um You can say it's scary. No, I mean kind of if it was a real situation, but it's fictional, so it's not But watching real. the movie, did you feel scared at any one point? Um I felt there was a lot of suspense, like when they were fighting and stuff, but I don't think it's really scary. I didn't think it was scary. It was very suspenseful. It was much more of a fun movie. There was much more action going on, which I thought was cool. So, uh, Andrew, favorite scene from Godzilla versus Kong? Mm. All right. Um, Can't cop out on this one. You did watch it last night. You watched it. Favorite scene? I'm trying to think of one that doesn't involve too much CGI. I can go to Cat first if you want. all involve CGI. So my favorite scene would probably be when Kong is down in Hollow Earth and he catches the little fucking model. It looks like a model plane, but it's like one of, uh, what's the company's name? Oh, like the... Apex. Yes, It's yes. one of their one fucking of those, planes. Like, uh, it's got the hot girl in it. Gravity-defying, like, yeah, like the, things. It's got the guy's yeah. daughter in it. Yes. He looks inside of it. He sees that that little girl isn't in there and he just crushes, crushes it. it. Awesome. That was a great part. Because yeah. that was like, all right. There we go. That's I had that as one good. of I had that as one of my uh, one of my contenders for best death for sure. Cat, what about you? Favorite scene in Godzilla v Kong? Um, I think it was the fight between Godzilla and Kong when they first when like that whole scene where the little girl like touches like the boat and like feels Kong like and that Godzilla's coming mm-hmm. and then that whole scene where like he flips the boat over They're and on everything the air- and like aircraft carriers everyone's yeah. underwater cool. and like the girl is like maybe drowning but you're not really sure cuz they're in that locked room and then like Kong is underneath but he's still locked up in mm. chains and this guy is like going over to try and you know pull the lever to make sure that he can get unlocked so that he can fight Godzilla like mm. it's really funny throughout like talking about this movie that I keep thinking about the Pokemon Tyranitar. <laughs> I know. That is very much like Godzilla. That's a huge <laughs> Pokemon keep, fan, so... Uh, I keep wanting to be like... <laughs> um, Godzilla, right? Tyranitar! Yeah, like, <laughs> Alright, so that was your favorite scene, the first fight scene between Kong yes, and Godzilla. The first on, fight, the, the first on the fight aircraft carriers. Was, yeah. yeah. Good good choice. Good choice. I personally had the last fight scene between the two of them in, in Hong Kong, which like I talked about before, with all the neon lights and everything lit up. I thought that looked really, really cool. I also thought it was cool to see in this particular movie, instead of like both of these gigantic monsters just destroying buildings everywhere they went, you got to see Kong kinda like dangling off of buildings, jumping off of buildings to attack Godzilla. He had that battle axe at that point, which the blade was made out of one of uh, Godzilla's ancestors. Things, yeah. uh, like Scales. Plates on the back yeah. of his, uh, on the back, on his back. Oh, that was uh, pretty cool. And That also, was pretty cool. Dude, how about Kong after he gets shocked back to life and he pops his dislocated shoulder back into its socket by pressing himself up against a building? I thought that was pretty yeah. fucking badass. Yeah. He's like, all right, all right, ready to go. Let's fucking go. So, yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. And then obviously, you know, we haven't mentioned it before. You might have already. But then you throw the Mecha Godzilla angle into the whole thing, which I thought was cool. I know you hated it. But you have both characters. Uh, you have both characters fighting Mecha Godzilla at the same time. All right, so now the favorite scenes are out of the way. We are on to uh, cast thoughts, which can include replacements, alternatives, info on the cast, blah, blah, blah. You get the point at this point. Andrew, do you have any beefs with anybody in the cast? I know you do. 
So it's a loaded um, question. So one of the main <laughs> characters was definitely in True Blood. He's annoying. Uh, that was Alexander Skarsgård, who's yep. been in a bunch of other shit since True Blood. But he yes, bothered me in that movie. Uh, Wait, the girl from is... Stranger Things bothered me in that movie. Uh, the girl from the town that was in that bothered me in that movie. Uh, essentially, you could most replace of the cast, the entire you. cast. But if you don't replace the dialogue, I don't care. Okay, fair enough. It was funny. The girl from the town kind of annoyed me too because she kind of annoyed me in the town. Like, and I just I don't know what it is about her. She just kind of. Like, I liked her character. I think she did a good job, but I kind of just don't like So, her, uh, her name is Rebecca Hall. Actually, Unfortunately. Like, see, I, 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 I thought in the town, like, she at least, like, I could see a little bit why. She kind of had that charm to her a bit, why I could see why Ben Affleck kind of fell in love with her a little bit. A little, little bit. A little, a little bit. bit but, yeah. She was annoying in this movie, though, Can for I give sure. you a main reason why she was so annoying? Was the fact that her character leached upon this child who was the best character in the movie. I that, agree I agree with this. The Jane Goodall of Skull Island essentially. She used to live on Skull Island with her parents they died and she communicated with Kong via sign language and like every goody two shoe right. person just in general woman out there not woman person. doesn't matter someone Correct. that's just okay. an activist she leached herself on someone else in order to progress her career and make herself look better. Would I agree you with communicate that. Communicate with her. Well, why didn't you tell me? Because you don't get to fucking communicate with King Kong. Because hmm. you didn't Kong didn't up. want to communicate you with you. Up. You lived right. on the same island as Kong. That little girl is the MVP. She's like the Jane Goodall. She communicates with mm. Kong. They get along. On a whole other level. That, and than that, like everyone else. And she. Yeah. I can't stand See. her character. That's why I hate this movie so much. Because I hate almost everybody involved. I know in the, the, movie. Char- the characters. There are not so great. many villains. The characters are all very. And they thin. all suck. I don't think that's a necessarily a fault of the actors, though. And it's actually it's no, funny she because didn't do you. Anything. You. Uh, I thought I was going to be the only person saying that that little girl uh, might be the MVP of the movie, which we'll get to. But um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't like a lot of the characters in this movie. I thought they were... But again, you know, you have to understand, like, giant monster movie, most of the characters in this are going to be poorly written. Right. From what I saw, this was originally cut to be over two hours, probably two and a half hours, and they cut a lot of stuff out. And it was Which a lot of a lot of the parts that they cut out were, like, character development, mm-hmm. which, okay, that's fine. Because you got to have a 30-minute monster fight. Right, exactly. Yeah. Which I think is stupid. You don't need that. I need so, more character development. Mm-hmm. Do I have to do caster placements now? Yeah, do right. you do? I, I got a couple. I got a couple good ones. Are okay. you ready? Go ahead. So the girl from the town. Yes, Rebecca we Hall. Yep. Yeah, Rebecca Hall, Doctor, whatever her name is. Yep. Replace her with Liv Tyler. Oh, that would make it worse. <laughs> yeah, worse, <laughs> worse for me. <laughs> Jesus Tyler. Christ. Um, I'd like to do one more cast replacement. Um, Steven Tyler? No, the the blonde guy. What's his name? Skarsgård. Alexander Skarsgård. Alexander Skarsgård. Who was the abusive husband in uh, oh, uh, Big, Big Little, Little Lies. Lies. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would replace him with Jesse from Breaking Bad. Jesse Pinkman, so that would be Aaron Paul. Yes. Interesting. Okay. I, I could get down I with that. I would be happier with that. That'd yeah, be kind of cool, too. right? Yeah. I, I feel see like that. he would even be more of like an enthusiastic like character when he's trying to be like. He'd be like, "No, we need to." Yo, like- bitch! It's Godzilla! <laughs> it's K 
Donkey Kong, bitch! He would be like, have you... Magnets, motherfucker! He would be like, have you driven a Mazda Miata? I love Mazdas! Because I do all the commercials for Mazdas. I feel like he would be amazing in this. I feel like he would have been a great... That would have been better. The only thing I had down for this was, you know, obviously... Given what the movie is, the characters are all pretty thin. Again, because giant monster movie, but I understand... Andrew, exactly what you're saying, that I think that despite, if you put fucking Brando in this movie, it's only as good as the writing of the characters, right? right? This movie was yeah. designed to be a set piece for Godzilla and Kong to beat the shit yeah, out of each other fine. and Mecha Godzilla to show up, which is totally fine. But fun fact, I love me some Kyle Chandler. I love Kyle Chandler. Yes. He's, He's in this, which is essentially an, an extended cameo. For a, for a so he plays Eleven's dad. Oh, Eleven from Stranger Things. That guy. He's in it for like two minutes. What and is he looks? Like, he is looks it? exactly like my uncle. Okay. Like you don't know my uncle, so that's fine. But he is like the guy, the white guy with the dark hair. I know hair exactly. That you're ran. About? Yeah, yeah. What has yeah. he been in though? Uh, he's... Bloodline. He yeah. and actually, fun fact, he's the only <laughs> other actor in this movie to be in two King Kong movies. Oh, actually, not not the only other actor, but he was in two. D- different King Kong movies. So he was in this Godzilla vs. Kong. He was also in the Peter Jackson 2005 King Kong movie as a different character. So how about that? The guy is such a boner. <laughs> You're oh, a I boner. Like is he on like, like Grey's Anatomy? Like he looks no, like the no. type. No. Uh, have you ever seen Bloodline? Which I know you're never going to watch but it's a good, uh, good show. I, I know the guy you're talking about and he can go fuck right off. No, like, he's good. I'm he was also in The Wolf of Wall Street. Which is a great movie. I know that guy, and I don't... He looks like someone that's from Grey's Anatomy. I don't need to look at Kyle Chandler. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Pretentious fair name. Enough. All right, so I, I know we've probably, for the next category, we've covered a bit of this, but... Um, so for nitpicks, I feel like this is a movie where you guys might have some. <clears throat> Andrew, I'll, I'll, I'll start with you here. Do you have any nitpicks you want to address have that you a, haven't already talked about? I feel like I have multiple nitpicks. Okay. One, yeah. too much CGI. Okay. I'm done with that. I two. don't need it. Uh, two. Sure. Don't talk about Hollow Earth theory and then have Hollow Earth for about 12 minutes in the movie. Yeah. Stupid. Third, why'd you kill off the babe? That guy's daughter was smoking hot and she was only in it for like, and then she died in like the most boring way ever. Well, she was the villain, so they wanted her to have a satisfying Also, yeah. hold on. As a, as a horror movie, as the rules of a horror movie... If you look like you have sex or do drugs, you have to die. Mm-hmm. She was a very sexy character. Yeah. Very she was sexy. also associated with the villain of the movie. So she True. absolutely yeah. has but to I, die. See, in my opinion, he's not the villain of the movie. This is why this movie bothers me so much. And I've already talked about that, so I'm not going to get into it more. Fair enough. Fair. I, w- I would say, and I'll cat, I'll defer to you after this, but I would say for me... I think it's kind of ridiculous to poke holes in the plot of a movie that involves giant monsters, a giant ape, and a giant lizard uh, with an ancient rivalry that used to live in the Earth's core. But, with that being said, I thought the entire subplot with Millie, Bro- Millie Bobby Brown's character, who played Eleven or plays Eleven in Stranger Things, I thought that whole subplot sucked. Oh. I thought it was stupid. The worst subplot yeah, in yeah. any movie ever made. And that's what Every time the that they were on movie. screen, those three characters, um, 
I thought it took away from the movie. Yeah, they could have done so much better if they avoided yeah. that whole plot line. Yeah, it was so annoying. She's so annoying, and I feel like they're using her because she's like a big name right now in Hollywood. Well, she was she was a big character in, in Godzilla the, King of the Monsters. That movie sucked too, though. I know. That's but, my problem with those movies. Well, they wanted to include her in that because she was in the last movie, though. So I get that she was in the last movie, but the last movie sucked. So why would you include people that? See, sucked? I don't think the last movie sucked. I don't think it sucked. Oh, so bad that whole subplot. Her and her mother, they're so See, we did, we, so this is this is this is fine because can I, can I we have differing one? opinions. You thought Godzilla King of the Monsters sucked, and this movie. Sucked. I thought and Godzilla. I, actually liked I them thought both. Godzilla was good, and that was it. Okay, the the one enough. from 2014. Fine. I have zero knowledge of the original movies, and I'm sure they were good, and they're probably better because they had claymation and not like terrible CGI. Fair enough, Catherine. You had a point. So I was going to say, <clears throat> I think that they need that whole subplot with Eleven. I'm just going to call her 11. Yeah, call um, her 11. That's fine. That's what everybody knows her as anyway. So, so they needed that whole subplot to connect the whole reason why... Mecha Godzilla. Mecha Godzilla was created, but also that there is some sort of connection between Hong Kong and... Where was it? Florida? Pensacola, Florida. Pensacola, Florida. Which so was the most ridiculous and it was, thing I've and ever seen. it was seen. just this underground tunnel. That Between Pensacola, Florida and Hong, and Hong Kong. That was ridiculous. That you that got there like, in like, <laughs> in like how long? It was like Cape Canaveral like, where there's the... the space, like the space, space launch station. Like, sure, I could see no, that. but this was literally like underground. But again, you have to understand, they're using to, those same vehicles that they were in to travel through Antarctica... To the underground Hollow Earth base for King Kong, which I'm right. pretty sure exists. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it exists. I believe in Hollow Earth. That's why I was so interested in this movie when it huh. first started because I feel like that's a thing. Like I didn't Admiral know that Bird, was a thing. Like they brought in Admiral Bird, like little excerpts from him. I don't know anything about Hollow look Earth. Up Ad- this is the look first up, time look up, look up Admiral Bird's it. excursion or his um, journey to Antarctica. I find it interesting that. Well, he traveled to Antarctica, and he said there was a hole in the Earth, and there was, like, dinosaurs and fucking shit coming out of it, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, that's pretty like, awesome. This is, like, an admiral. Believe me, I'm into that conspiracy theory. This is a pilot okay. for the U.S. military. No mental issues. Flew there, saw that. And then it's also interesting that now, if you... I'm pretty sure Antarctica, everyone has, like, bases set up, like, around a certain area of it. And you're forbidden to travel further into Antarctica. Yet they have bases built around right. to protect us from what? Why wouldn't we try to conquer Antarctica? Flashback to the Thing episode, by the way. And yeah, another thing. Mm-hmm. Another thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I recently even saw a TikTok thing from someone who was in a base in Antarctica. Well, I mean, if it was a TikTok was video. No, I mean, I'm just. I'm she just... did show me that. That was pretty cool. There's nothing supernatural about no, it. But, but essentially, it's like what people. Someone who actually lives in an Antarctica base, what life is actually like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Crazy. Weird. Crazy stuff. Yeah, it's pretty crazy cool. Crazy stuff. But, um,. But yeah, I thought the uh, subplot. I, I understand what you're saying because, uh, but I feel like they could have arrived at showing you Mecha Godzilla or Godzilla's human equivalent in a different way than the way they did with Eleven. And I thought those it was people. super cheesy. Yeah, it was. It was. It was, was weird. That whole thing was super. It cheesy. was super forced. And but again, again, we're not talking about the fucking Godfather here. We're not talking about you know Goodfellas. And or like, anything I like understand that. how like we're talking about Citizen Kane. We're, we're talking, talking about, about we're, Godzilla. We're versus talking about Kong. a B movie with good CGI. Mm-hmm. 
But even Which is like what, we're how, talking about. what Andrew was talking about with the whole like you know preparing ourselves with another weapon that could mm. fight something else and like that that all makes sense. I mean, I'm looking. Well, at I can this. guarantee you, I would agree with Andrew if 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 we were in a situation where those monsters or some other would monsters were around. I would want humans best to. I would I would Absolutely. join Apex in a second. Could you imagine uh, Godzilla uh, t- attacking Plymouth Harbor? That would be done in thirty <laughs> uh, seconds. He would be He'd in blow our the whole thing up, playing yeah. shuffleboard, yeah. hoping that it wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I can tell you who I wouldn't join. Exactly. Is Eleven's group with her stupid fucking mm. conspiracy theorists? <laughs> no, I'd be like, who's killing Godzilla? Oh, Mechazilla, and it didn't and, work. And you know, and again, again. It's Which be- is what happens when humans get involved <sighs> is they always make bad decisions. So Mechazilla most likely would have happened, and everyone – it's like hindsight. That was a bad trade for this team. They should have gotten better. Mm-hmm. It's a bad decision for humankind. Shouldn't have put your faith in this lunatic. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to put my faith in that lunatic because he has my best interest in mind. True. Yeah. Not some True. fucking monster that lives under the ocean. True. Yeah. Stupid fucking plot drives me insane. Let's let's have a good let's agree with Eleven because she understands conspiracy theories, but she's rooting for the monsters. Stupid. I feel like this movie was a communist movie. It seems communist to me. I was, it's so communist. <laughs> Sorry. I'm I was honestly ranting. concerned about like how long they were underwater for. Like Kong. Like when that boat flipped over, that's a good nitpick. That's a very good nitpick. He spit, good nitpick. He spit up a yeah. lot of water he when he got did, out. He did, and he's a big, a giant, guy, a giant so thing, I mean, a giant thing. He spit out an ocean worth of water. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah. At least. no, not an ocean worth. But I mean, everyone else that was in that boat that was underwater for that long, like, are they mm. all really going to survive? I know that, like. It takes a little while. What's wire. her face and, like, the other girl were in another room, which would fill up slower because it's a slower opening. Mm-hmm. Fine. But, like, there were so many other people in that other room that magically survived. Well, you have to understand, though, like, if a boat, if a boat, if a boat, movie, if like, a boat flips, well, hashtag movie, but if a boat flips over, it takes a little while for that boat to fill up with water. It's not immediately going to be filled with water. Right. Except which is, the way that the, it was like a... Um, it was like a barge, like it was like a. It's an air aircraft carrier, right? Exactly. So it's meant to launch. So it, you as know, long F-15s as planes, off of as long as or whatever, everything yeah. in place is like in place, and all the doors are shut. Like, sure, like that's maybe reasonable in an ideal situation if you capsize, but like mm-hmm. otherwise. You're done. And oh, like, yeah. they didn't seem like oh, yeah. they were very done because they didn't realize that that was happening. Like I think that all that was open. Like mm. anyways, it's Yeah, they were all, they were all very it. calm like, considering the fact that a gigantic uh kaiju essentially was going to attack their boat and King Kong was going to defend them. So, yeah, I I agree with that. So, Cat, I ask you, what was your favorite death in this movie? The best death in your opinion? Um I can start if you'd like. You start. All right, so you can go ahead. Andrew, sorry. Go ahead, Andrew. Who's the guy that owns Apex? Simmons? Walter Simmons is the Walter name of the character. Simmons. When he, actor when, is named when, Demian Bashir. He when, is from uh, Mexico. When, He's an awesome actor. When Mechazilla is looking at him. Yeah. yeah. That's a great death. Pretty cool. I love that. Pretty cool. Good. He deserved it. Awesome death. He definitely deserved that. Yeah, for sure. I had I had him down as one of mine, but also... 
you know, you talked about it before when Godzilla essentially picks up the ship carrying his daughter, Maya Simmons, and he's like, you know what? Fuck you. And he just squeezes well, it. Well, he looks inside, so he doesn't see Jane yeah. Goodall, and he's just like, mm, fresh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I haven't, I haven't altered it one, but Kat, I'll defer to you here. Um, so the other one that I was kind of grossed out on was the, um, once they get into the hollow earth, earth, earth um, those weird snake bird things. Yeah, you're taking mine. That's oh good. Oh my god! I'm glad like, you did. and all yep. of a sudden, like, just like he just yeah, <laughs> and that was I was just like, ooh, and it's like green blood crap. And then he drinks out of the there. blood. Yes, and, he's just like, and then like you have the other girls no, like that's really good. I the like other that girls part. like, oh, that's disgusting, and I'm like, yeah, that is really. See, disgusting. That's, that's, my, about, though, that's, that's what an animal would do. Yeah, but that's my beef. Why? You got Hollow Earth, you get all these monsters, and they don't do any monsters, and they don't get into well, Hollow that's, Earth. That's why Kong Skull Island is the second best movie in this universe, because it's all about what happens on Skull Island. And there's a million different animals but in that movie. Have, they should have. That's had, so good. They, they gave ten minutes to this Hollow. The Hollow of the Earth, and you give it ten minutes. Mm. I'll give you another one because I, ha- I had a few listed down here, but I actually thought a cool one was so you've Andrew, you've seen Kong Skull Island, mm-hmm. but I thought the part where the only good part that Eleven and her cohorts were in was when they kind of came up into the into sacrificial where uh, Mecha Godzilla was essentially living. Yep, and they activate Mecha Godzilla, and then. They let one of the skull, what they call a skull crawler, from Kong Skull Island out, which are like the snake, yeah, like weird, couple like of arms, like weird thing, kind of thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Weird. And they're running away from this thing, and Mecha Godzilla picks it up and holds it, almost kind of like cross, like on a cross, like Jesus, and uses Rips the, it in half. In half. Oh my god, that middle. was like pretty so gross. Good. Pretty gross. You know what? Pretty awesome. That part reminded me of, even though it's different, is the Rancor mm-hmm. in Star Wars. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So good. But they're down the pit and yep. the pigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get I agree. Shredded. Yeah. I love that part. Yeah. Well, That's a great um, part. That's a good part of that movie. I understand that. I understand that for sure. So um, let's talk haunted attractions here. Okay. So I feel like if you were to create a haunted house based on uh, Godzilla or King Kong, it would be virtually impossible. But one thing that we've kind of talked about in the past and in person before we started recording this podcast is the history of Kong and Godzilla attractions at theme parks in the United States and Japan. So currently there is a King Kong attraction at Universal Orlando. But essentially, when you're going through it, it's all CG screens and 3D stuff, except for one very cool, very big Kong animatronic at the end where you see his head, but it looks great, right? That's pretty cool. There's also, this is not an animatronic, in Japan, at the Japan Godzilla Museum, there is an exhibit where you can go ziplining into the actual mouth of a Godzilla. That's awesome. Statue. I don't know if I would, I would do that. that. Again, <laughs> in addition to the uh, Jurassic World Un- uh, Universal Studios Wait, thing, sorry. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you guys that after the fact. Pause. Where is that? Japan. So we have to go to Japan. So no, we should ask Rick if he's gone. 
Our friend. Yeah, that's actually a good point. But I mean, has he been to Japan or is it just Thailand? No, he's been to Japan. He travels around there. But essentially, what you can do is you can zip line through an actual life-sized cool. mouth of what Godzilla actually looks like, and like the pictures of it are insane. It looks crazy. So. I don't feel like you could create a haunted attraction based on this for a season because every, it's just too big. It, w- it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. But there are, there have been theme park attractions based on these two characters before, especially Andrew leading back to Kong Frontation. The original Universal. Oh my God! What a that great ride! That ride's so good. Oh, You're on like so the trolley and yes, fucking, oh, yes, so, so good. good. That scared the shit out. of You get two forty-foot-tall so uh, Kong animatronics while you're riding through this fictional place, and it's just so cool. Oh, it's so oh, cool. That that ride at Universal's phenomenal. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and it's such a shame that it's now gone. It was replaced. But how by old is that? Revenge ride? of the Mummy. Yeah, but how old is that ride? So the park, old. the Universal Studios Park in uh, in Florida opened in uh, the early 90s, and it was okay, uh, closed in the late 90s, I think 99. So that was like a seven-year window. Well, I guess one of the reasons that it was closed was because it was so expensive to run. Oh, I can imagine. It was so well and, done. Yeah, it was. But like, that's the thing yeah. is the animatronics. That Kong, when he was shaking mm-hmm. the trolley, that was so well done. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... The heyday of like animatronics and uh, that's well, and maybe maybe we'll do an episode on this in the past. And I know we've talked with Matt Gilbert, our friend, who has actually just launched a new po- new podcast called uh, the Truth Cabin. Um, about we just had a great episode about yes. old, the history of American malls. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, and he touched on like all these different New England. It's it's awesome. it's a great episode. Definitely check it out. Yeah, the uh, truth we cabin. we we've talked with him though about doing an episode about uh, the extraterrestrial alien encounter. Extraterrestrial. That's the name of the ride. The extraterrestrial alien. Really? Encounter. Oh, yep. it's not extraterrestrial. The scariest ride the that Disney encounter. ever built, which is actually based on awful. Alien, which Andrew and I both I, experienced wait, in it was person. Not, most horrifying. Right? No, it was that's, in the Magic Kingdom. That's easily the most Tomorrowland. horrifying was, experience I've ever had in my life. Wait, I any alien encounter. Yeah. Oh, I went on that. Yeah, but it, the actual title is the extraterrestrial alien encounter. Oh well, I went on alien encounter. It wasn't scary. Well, we're gonna it have we're gonna have Matt on for another episode to talk about that. He's already agreed to come on for Good. it, so we're gonna do awesome. that. Host of the Truth Cabin podcast, <laughs> Matt Gilbert, who is uh, from episodes such as The Dark Side of Disney and Hereditary. So yes. hear him on that episode. But all right, so now we're on to our last category here. I feel like we already kind of talked about this. Andrew, your MVP for this movie. Uh, the little girl that... Her name I'm, is Gia. Gia, that spoke with Kong. Or Ja. Ja, Gia. I, I, I don't know she what the was, pronunciation she was is. She was uh, the link for humanity and uh, its conscience. Like, they were together as one. Okay, great. Without her, that movie sucks. Yeah, I liked her too. She was nice. I would have said her, or um, I'd say Kong, I guess, um, because ultimately he kind of wins, in a sense. I mean, with the help of other people. Kong's always going to It's not as if he did it on his own, but he had the help of, you know, the other scientists or whatever, Mm -hmm. transporting him to where he needed to go, being where he needed to be at the right time. He had people helping him the entire time. Whereas Godzilla got shot at the entire time. Yeah, as he should, because he was an asshole. So, 
Kong, Kong won. Yes. And Kong well, versus, yeah, and, and Godzilla versus Kong, Kong won. Yeah, I thought so. And I mean, I, I, I ultimately agree with Andrew here. I think my uh, my MVP is uh, Gia, Ja, however you say the name. Uh, without her, there wouldn't have been any human link to King Kong throughout the entire thing. So there would there would have been no way to drive the plot of the movie without this girl. That's correct. Too. She was fantastic. She was easily, aside from Kong, the most sympathetic character in the entire movie, and probably the only human character that actually gave a shit about the entire yeah. movie. The entire time, yeah. she's the only one that cared about Kong, and Kong cared mm-hmm. about her. Without her, you feel no connection to any Oh, of human. course. She makes, every human in that movie is an asshole. She makes right. King Kong feel more human in this movie. And, and again, I, I mentioned this earlier, but like one element that is in most Kong films is that connection to humans, right? Between King Kong and humans. And I feel like they wanted to have that element in this movie to make King Kong feel more relatable, and they did it. They did it with this particular character. So, but also, I feel like of the two monsters, like, I, I'm a Godzilla fan, but Kong was easily the most relatable monster in this movie. Yeah, like, he's, he's more human. He's, he's the easy answer for the MVP. I'm going to go with the well, girl. The most, the most human but, monster in this movie is Mechazilla. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it is. That's correct. Yeah. Well, as human made. Human made and human in impulse. And impulse, like yeah. it wanted to just destroy yeah. and kill and yeah. maim and take over. All right. So last category, you guys and Andrew. I'll I'll, I'll start with you here. Um. So this is the fourth movie, and I know you hate shared universes. This is the fourth movie in the quote unquote monster verse. That started with Godzilla, then went with Kong Skull Island, Godzilla King of the Monsters, and now Godzilla vs. Kong. Do you feel this movie is deserving of a sequel? Do you think there should be a fifth movie here? Uh, no, I think they should have just not done any of these movies. Like, <laughs> no, it's fine. Like I enjoyed, I enjoyed the first Godzilla. That movie was great. It was well done. It was very different. It was, it was decent. It was ten times better than this garbage fucking movie. So you wanted the Dark Knight version of a monster movie, essentially. Because yeah, that's I don't, what that I was. Don't want, yeah, essentially, yes. That's basically what I want, is I want a good version of a movie. So. A gritty reboot of Godzilla. Yeah. That's what that movie was. Okay, fair enough. I guess that's, that's fair. Fine. I can agree with that. Catherine, what about you? Would you like to see more uh, Godzilla and Kong? With more <laughs> monsters? I mean, I feel like they left it open for a sequel. I mean, Absolutely. They, they certainly did. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking there's going to be one, whether I want one to happen or not. Yeah. Um, so I would say there's probably going to be one, whether I want one to or not. Yeah. So. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> but I, I, think, answer is that. I think it was. I think it was. Do fine. you or do you? Do you want one? I don't know. I mean, it was Agreed. fine. Like the movie was. The movie was fine. It was like okay. Would I see a sequel? The movie was a maybe. Movie. Like it wasn't. It wasn't earth shattering, but it was no fine. Were you entertained? <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> I know Maximus Aurelius and Gladiator. Like yes. I mean, I'm if I, I guess if I had to say if it was deserving of a sequel, I'd say hell yeah. I thought it was funny that this was the one movie of the four. That didn't have a post-credit scene. About oh, you were something. very disappointed. Yeah, about I that. was a little yeah. disappointed. I'm not gonna lie. Um, 
you know, all three movies prior to this had some sort of post credit scene Maybe and that's some sort of, COVID. of they don't tease really know of new monsters. But yeah. actually, so I, I did see <laughs> when I um, when I was researching for this episode, this was an intentional decision because they wanted to leave it on a definitive note, but not so definitive. They say definitive, but like they're both still alive. So if they right. wanted to do a sequel, they could. Absolutely. Which I think is kind of a cop out. Like, and I, I remember, it as like, a way if they make money, we'll do one. If not, correct. It's all all depending on how much money this. Which makes, they've made, which money. it's making uh, quite a bit of money. So unfortunately, we're going to have to endure mm-hmm. another one of these movies. And uh, unfortunately like for you, players. Andrew, the CEO of Legendary Pictures, who is the uh, that's the company that produces these movies, said that they quote. We have a number of ideas for more movies, so oh, you cool. might have to be subjected to more of these. Well, we don't have to watch them. This is that's, my that's idea. true. We don't have to watch them necessarily, but there might be more. There might be more. All right, you guys. Any final thoughts on uh, Kong or Godzilla versus Kong before we wrap <laughs> things up? I think we pretty much laid everything out, right? I don't got much. Don't watch it. Andrew? Oh, my uh, God. Cat. Stop it. I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was good as a person that's not really into, like, Kong and Godzilla and whatever. Like, it was entertaining. It was suspenseful. It had all the, like, I kept my interest. So I would say to watch it. I'd say to people that haven't been to a movie theater in quite a while, this it's is probably totally the closest experience you're going to get to going to a movie theater. What that does that even mean? Well, if you're home. If you haven't been to a movie theater you know in 35 years. Just show up and watch this. Movie. Well, you can watch it on on HBO Max, and no, it's, it's a good time. time. You pay I thought it was sixteen dollars a month. <laughs> oh well, we already had it. I know you had to sign up for it. That's so. a horseshit fucking well, deal. All right, all right. You know what grinds my gears? No, you know what? HBO Max. If you want to watch a monster movie, go ahead and watch it. If you're watching a movie for plot, dialogue, something with depth, don't watch this movie. All right. Well, fair enough. I mean. I can appreciate that. You can't I, say I, this I, is wrong. I, I said I can appreciate that. So exactly. All right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for another episode of America's Hometown Horror. Thanks so much for listening. As always, we still can't believe that we have listeners, but we do, and we thank you. We thank yes. you all. Thank you all. I thank you. I thank you very much. If you're interested in more of what we have to say, here's where you can find us on the following social media platforms, including Facebook and YouTube. Just search for America's Hometown Horror. You can find us. Subscribe to new posts. You'll get a little notification every time we post something. You can also tweet at us, at Hometown Horror. You can find us on Instagram, at Hometown Horror Pod. And you can also drop us a line, as more people have started to do, at hometownhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. You can also listen to our show on pretty much anywhere where you get your podcasts, but most specifically, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Spreaker, and wherever else you may listen to your shows. My name is Mike. I've been joined by my esteemed co-hosts, Andrew and Kat who are always great. I thank them, and I say to them, say goodbye to your listeners. Bye. Goodbye. Adios, muchachos. Goodbye. Not this time. Not this time. Hey, everyone. It's Mike from America's Hometown Horror. I just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show, because, of course, we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. 
In addition to America's hometown horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus, and Old Colony Cast. Head on over and give them a listen.